You're listening to the Fubba Lead Podcast. With Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. And welcome into this edition of Fubba Lead. I'm Timothy Martin along with Connor Bunn. This is season two, episode 17. Is it? Did you Did you switch that on the... I just went and looked. Oh, I didn't change that before. No, I, I mean, I just went and looked and typed it in. Oh, oh, yeah. Is it 17? Yeah, the last one was uh, season two, episode 16. Feels, feel like I feel like we did. Feel like we've done thirty episodes this season so far. Um, just well, in quarantine. Well, if you think about four a month, that's four, eight, twelve, sixteen. So some months have five weeks. In terms of overall episodes, are we close to a hundred? The NASCAR Weekly Podcast just celebrated a hundred episodes this past week. You know, so it had me thinking: um, How close are we? We're probably not that close. If you look at last year, let's see, 45 plus 17. Counting the ones we did in 2018? Mm-hmm. That was all part of season one. Oh, so that, that was in the season one category. Yep. So that was how many plus 17? 40. 45? <laughs> uh, season one, episode 45, that was December 31st. So we're at 62 episodes. So we're 62 yes. in. We're, we're over 100. We've, I thought they had been doing their podcast for a while. They have. Um, they started theirs in uh, March 2018. So they must have taken a lot of time off then. Do they do podcasts Well, they don't do it in the, the off season. No, they uh, don't do it in the off season. Well, there you go. Yeah, they'd be well over 100. Don't forget, follow us on social media at For the Lead. That's Facebook at For the Lead. Twitter at For the Lead. Instagram at For the Lead. You can email us at For the Lead at gmail.com. Uh, you can also watch on YouTube. Sometimes we have the Skype thing figured out. Sometimes we don't. This episode, we don't. So we've got, like, multiple guests calling in, and I haven't figured out how to do that. So there you go. Uh, well, Gabe won't be on the phone for Malik. Well, right. But in order, I don't know how to, like, say goodbye, Gabe, and then welcome in the other person while we're recording on Skype for the video. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, now there you go. what you're saying. But... You know, we we already leaked it. Gabe's gonna be on the show. Oh, right, right. It's, his, it's his 21st birthday. Switch a little switch of plans. He was supposed to be here, but you know, Martinsville being canceled and all everything shifting gears. He is not here, but he's gonna call in for his 21st birthday. And uh, later on the show, we'll have Malik Ray, the driver of the number 51 Rowdy Energy Camry for Joe Gibbs Racing uh, NASCAR Racing Cup Series. Call in. Should be fun. So. Um... The governor came out today and says that he's extending the, uh, the, no. the businesses closed for like another week. Uh, it was supposed to expire this Friday. It's now expire. It's now moved to next Friday. Um, and then there's going to be looks like some uh, some guidelines barring there's no major, you know, increase in the coronavirus cases. So it looks like barber shops and those types of things are going to open maybe at the end of next week or the following Monday. Um, you're kind of, uh, I guess, ready to get back to normal. Yeah, I'm ready to get back to normal. But I, what confuses me is I'm supposed to go back to work on the 12th. I assume that's not no longer because the 12th is next oh, Monday. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I saw uh, a story that the uh, Virginia Supreme Court ter- um, voted against 
uh, a lawsuit that had been brought by a gym in Virginia about reopening, and they voted against that, saying it could not reopen. So I don't, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we're supposed to open back up the 12th, but my barber shop yeah, doesn't open no. back up until June 10th. Not sure. Oh, really? Well, when I checked on the site to book an appointment, because I was like, well, I maybe they're taking appointments, but it, the nearest appointment it let me booked was June 11th. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll open up sooner. I hope they open up sooner. Yeah, I mean, um, like the governor says, we've got to have 14 days of like cases not going up before things slowly start to whatever get back to normal mm-hmm. but so like on friday we had a whatever number saturday was higher sunday it was lower or sunday was even higher than saturday and then today it was lower than sunday i don't know what all that means so it's just spring i don't know what it means um but uh i still can't find any paper towels so i'm pretty upset about that the toilet paper here is pretty high quality i, I did uh huh the toilet paper here is high quality it's I, back to high quality toilet paper i did find that today I, or when when did I get that? Did I don't I know. I feel like it's been here all weekend. No, that was yesterday, maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. It was a nice, nice big old roll. Yeah, today. there's big toilet paper, but I, I'm like somebody who really loves paper towels, and I don't have any paper towels, and it's driving me crazy. And I use uh, napkins. Not even Walmart. Said so, no. Well, went there today. No paper towels. Wow. No paper towels. It's like not even the cheap paper towels. Last time we got the cheap paper towels, and now there's no paper towels again, I, and I'm getting a little tired of it. I went to Kroger last night, and I couldn't even find anything i wanted i was just trying to get a snack so we could watch the mj documentary which is really good and i couldn't find they had no takis no doritos that i like nothing so i had to settle on these like organic type doritos which was like a solid 2.4 out of 10 so i was a little upset over that i hate when i can't find things that i'm looking for at the store but i've been pretty good about finding what i need i don't have yeah i mean the biggest thing has been Paper products. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I don't know what's going on with that. It's like everybody must be cleaning nonstop. I mean, just around the clock. Yeah. Um, so, like, I got to clean. I got to clean inside upstairs. And it's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna so back. I got to find old rags to use for, like, dusting and stuff. T-shirts. Cut up T-shirts. We have, like, a T-shirt, I think, that's in the laundry room that I just need to use and use for, like, the counters and cabinets yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm disgusted about it. I will give it to you. You did a hell of a job cleaning this weekend. I mean, you were outside all weekend with the what do you? I don't know why I keep forgetting the name of this. The thing you do, the pressure washer. Pressure washer. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like I was. I just blew the uh, patio again before the show, and it's like yeah. it's going to need to be pressure washed again in two weeks. It's just the pollen because this that time stuff, of year. I thought that stuff was done. I looked up in the trees the other day, and I didn't see any, and um, so I thought it was gone, and it's, it's back. So it's like mid-May before that stuff really starts. Yeah, to head I did out. get up on the roof and was pressure washing the siding of the moss that was growing on the front. So I got that off. There's a lot uh, on the back and the back gutter. I did the front gutters, uh, so they look great. And yeah, I front, do front of the back. house looks good. So there's gonna be more pressure washing this weekend, and I'll probably do the whole patio and the windows and the sunroom and the siding on there. Yeah, it's gonna be a pressure washing kind of weekend again. Ugh. You don't sound too thrilled. No, I actually like pressure washing. I just don't like the fun. idea of getting up on a ladder with a pressure washer. Yeah, it's... I'm gonna have to put the pressure washer like up on the roof, and I'm not sure how that's gonna work out. So, like, carry the whole thing up there? I think so. Um, and Oof. then I've been, you know, putting that wood down in the back. And yeah, it's been, um, you know, uh, every board I've put down's gone down straight. And then yesterday, I like the last board. Because there's like seven boards that I got that are all crooked that were delivered, so I'm, I can't even really use those. And there was one board that I thought was good, and I, I got it, I nailed it in, and it's like, it's like leaning, and it's driving me crazy. And it's got these huge 
these huge like nine inch nails that there's no way to pull that board out of there. Railroad and thick it nails is uh, really driving me crazy because mm-hmm. that board is not uh, like the rest of them. The plumbers loved your woodwork. Uh, they did. The plumbers did. We got a new garbage disposal, and the plumbers, uh, the plumbers came in and they were looking out the window. The one guy, he just didn't do nothing but talk. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't understand yeah, what the point of the, just, the dude coming he in. Just talked, and uh, you know they liked my treehouse, so I'm surprised they didn't go up and get in the treehouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I guess racing's coming back. You know, I'm not going to any more races sure. this year. I announced Why? That today. I announced that today wow. on like what the group chat. So you know, I'm just. I think this. Are you eight, firm on that? I'm firm on that. Yeah, what? I'm. I'm done. Go, I'm done going to races this year. Um, you know, I think this hiatus has changed me. Um, I don't know. I don't see racing as a priority anymore. Oh my goodness! What are you doing sitting so, here then? I don't. I know that's that's a good question. I mean, is there anybody that you'd like to have as a new co-host? <laughs> no. Um, we go together like yeah, peanut butter so, and crack. You know, it's like where? What are the priorities? You know, where? You know, if anything, you know, this home isolation thing is it's basically said. You know, what are your priorities? You know, where where should you what should you be doing? I mean, first of all, who knows if there's even going to be fans at races any anytime soon? I mean, it's not definitely not going to be through the summer. I wouldn't guess, but you know, um, and I also saw where. It's like twenty percent. If they let him go back, what was that? Twenty. It was like twenty percent of the stands full. I mean, that's it's like what businesses be, are doing. That's not going to be. I mean, that's that's going to be like the old days when tickets sold out, and you. I mean, and there actually was a sellout, but yeah. now it's like everybody who's a season ticket holder probably makes up that twenty percent. People are going to be standing out in so, out in a line at the box office, infecting each other with the coronavirus, and then they're going to go in, and it's going to be twenty percent full crowd. All having the coronavirus. Well, see now you're lobbying that the way you're talking, and then you're you're lobbying for no fans the whole season. No, I'm just all or nothing with the fans. I'd have no fans or have or make it accessible for everybody. Yeah, NASCAR would lose so much money though. I mean, they're going to lose money if it's twenty percent. Yeah, they're I still losing they're, money. Yeah. But you know, and then I was thinking about it like the Daytona 500 this year. That was like an all-out crazy experience. Hundred thousand plus. Um, you know, you're not know you don't know where I'm going with this. Oh. Um, you know, that was like a all out crazy experience. Ex- would we go to the Xfinity race? Yeah. Went to the Xfinity. We didn't go to the truck race, did we? No. Went to the Xfinity race. Um, you know, went go-kart racing with YouTubers, the race on, um, Sunday, obviously the president was there, uh, love him or hate him. It was, that was still a, a crazy experience. And then it rained and then we went back the next day and then, uh, great race, uh, crazy ending with Ryan Newman. Um, race ended what late at night, right? Yeah. Um, so you know that got me thinking, like maybe that should be the last race. Oh my to. God, no! You're not sailing like, off. Maybe that should be. Maybe that should be it. You're so, not sailing off in the sun like that. So you know, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to any more races this year. I think that's too bold of a statement to make. Why? I mean, I got other priorities. You know, I got other important things. Like what? My kids. Maybe I want to spend some more time with my kids. Okay. Put the, put the focus on the kids more. Put the spend. Use the money that was going to buy my ticket to do stuff with the kids. That's what the coronavirus has done to me. Can't fault you for that, but we'll miss you at the racetrack. So, you know. I feel like you'll change. <laughs> I'm not changing. Martin, Martinsville rolls around in I'm October. I'm not changing. I think. I think it's just. Nope. 
Netflix has just made too much of an F1 fan out of you. Uh, I, oh, that's a good... Uh, you don't even have this in the notes. No, I forgot to put um, this in. That's actually very true. Actually, no, yeah, you don't have it in the notes. Um, like the F1 season, the F1 series. Like, I'm I'm actually more excited for that to start up than I am NASCAR. When does that even... When are they going back? They, I read July 3rd through the 5th or something. Where at? Australia? Are they starting there or are they mixing it up? Starting, I don't think they're going to start where they were going to normally start the mm. season. I don't think so. But, yeah, I, I'm like an F1 fan now. Maybe I'm going to start. Maybe I'll start an F1 podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You have to broadcast out to a whole another dynamic of fans. You'll, but you'll be just, the minority. That's, that's a great show. It's a really good show. Um, I mean, that's two seasons, so they cover the 2018 season. Now uh, we started watching the 2019 season. I think I figured it out. Like, I think the first season they were kind of focusing on the back half of the field. And then this season they'll focus on more like well, the they did front. a lot of the Red Bull. I mean, yeah, they, they did Red They threw the Red Bull guys in there. But I, I feel like this year will be more of a focus on, like, Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton, like the front runners, or the people who run up front well, consistently. Well, they, they uh, I think they do a, a lot on Haas and their struggles, though. Yeah, Haas had a terrible year this past year. So I can't wait yeah, to get I mean, into all that. But that's just that's a phenomenal show. I mean, anybody. I mean, if you're a NASCAR fan, I'm gonna I'm gonna lobby right now. Stop being a NASCAR fan. Go to no, F1. don't stop being yeah, a NASCAR fan. Stop being a NASCAR fan. fan. Go to F1. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, uh, um, what else is going on? Uh, they released the schedule. Yep. And I lost our notes. So you type up these notes. And, um, yeah, so run through the schedule because I think this is crazy, and it also means uh, some changes. I mean, I, when the, we, they thought about coming back, I never thought – I mean, early on and until this started to get leaked, I never thought it would be, like, what it's going to be right now. So you got Darlington the 17th. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. So, so okay, so – you know, it kind of leaked they were going to start at Darlington. Mm-hmm. And then, so it was kind of like, well, is Darlington going to lose a playoff date? No, Darlington's not going to lose a playoff date. And not only is Darlington going to get two races, they're going to get three races because they're going to Darlington again right after that. It feels like Charlotte. Like back in the, well, it's still Charlotte because they'd go to the All-Star race and then 600 and then come back later for the playoffs. They do that now, but it's just different with the rope. Well, right, yeah, but they're, they've got three Darlington races. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm a fan of it. And not not only we go to Darlington the 17th, we turn around and we come back the 20th for a Wednesday night race. Is the 17th during the day? 17th is 3.30 start time. I hate 3.30 start times. Why are we starting at 3.30? I don't know. Must... It's like, why? What's the point of starting at 3.30 on it? I guess it won't be dark. It still won't be dark. It won't be dark when they finish. No, but the Wednesday night race is uh, 7.30. So we're going to have two night Darlington races this yep. year. Um, so you got a, what is that, like a 300-mile? We're going to have a 300-, 400-, 500-mile Darlington race. That's crazy. That's a lot of miles so, tracked on Darlington. Two races at Darlington to start out. Who do you think that favors? Usually guys, usually veterans run really well there because that place eats up tire and takes a lot of patience and skill. Um, Are we going to see a driver sweep both of uh, no because they go to Darlington twice and then Charlotte then they go to Charlotte twice so it's Sunday the twenty fourth at Charlotte it's the six hundred that's is it is that Memorial Day yeah the twenty fourth that's is right six hundred and then they go back again the twenty seventh for another Charlotte race looks like the All Star racing going to happen this year no so you got two Darlingtons two Charlottes does a driver sweep any one of those It'd be I mean, tough. if you got a dominant car why wouldn't you have yeah. a dominant car th- two days later yeah that's true they'll be tough to sweep I think they'll be really tough to especially Darlington Darlington's such a Tough track. I could see Charlotte, maybe, because you've seen people in the past sweep the All-Star race and the 600, even though it's a little different now. 
Um, it's basically gonna be the, the Wednesday races are basically basically gonna be like Xfinity length races. Really? Three hundred mile races. Yeah, that's true. But don't we have some three hundred mile races like Phoenix? Is it Phoenix like a three hundred yeah, mile? Yeah, that's a short race. I think yeah. Loudon might be too. Yeah. Which Loudon might get left off the schedule this year. That's what it's looking like. Well that's the thing. Because this is like three races. Darlington is was only supposed to be one race. They're yep. getting two more, so that's two right there, and then one more Charlotte. So that's three races. So three tracks are going to lose races this year. That's the other kicker. I think Sonoma is a, is a no-brainer that they're going to lose so a date. So you think – I agree with you. I think Sonoma is going to lose a date just because of their bullish attitude. Yeah. People are saying – people are throwing around like a um, Kansas – yeah, Kansas, I think I, I saw that. Which I sucks. think I may have, may have mentioned that. Did they go to Kansas twice? Yeah, they have a well, playoff that, race there. Well, then, you but know Kansas is the Kansas is the scheduled to be the race after the last Charlotte one here. Does Kansas sell out? I mean, I don't, nothing sells I don't, out, but do, no. do they have a packed stands? I'd say the crowd is pretty decent. The racing there is awesome. Maybe they should get rid of the Brickyard. On July 4th weekend? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. That. I don't know. I'm allowed, maybe a Michigan. Get no, rid of Michigan. I like. Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, I wish they really wouldn't get rid of Sonoma. I, I like Sonoma. I like road courses, but like, yeah, Font, uh, Fontana or Michigan. But I guess we can't get rid of Fontana. No. We run there. Michigan, yes. New Hampshire, I'd like to see that go. That's probably going. And someone said Richmond. I don't think they're going to touch the yeah, short tracks that are good like that. But they did say a short track, so I guess new. They did, didn't they say? They said a short track for a sure. A short track and an intermediate. They didn't say a super speedway, did they? No, they didn't say super speedway. So, I mean, they got to get a short track is on the list. Yeah, it's, it's New Hampshire. What do you think about it being Martinsville? You know, actually, they sent or Bristol. Some one of the guys sent. Bristol the group. doesn't sell out anymore. No, but I don't think they'll. It'll be so dumb of them to. They'd be fumbling their own wanker all over the place. They got rid of that. But uh, NASCAR and NBC posted. And said Virginia Governor Ralph Northam's plan um, and easing restrictions there likely means NASCAR races at Martinsville and Richmond are several weeks away. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't think they get rid of like Bristol, Martinsville, Richmond. I think. I the, mean, I assume that it, when the governor does that, that's the next tracks they're going to because they want to stay on the East Coast, right? Within driving distance of Charlotte. Yeah. So. And we don't have any short tracks out west. June. That's June. That'd be June racing at Richmond and Martinsville. What are they going to do? But but they're not going to do like. Um, I mean, do you see a scenario where they like some of these states don't reopen and what do they go to Martinsville twice Sunday and Wednesday? They go to Richmond twice Sunday and Wednesday. Then we lose. See. Then we lose some more races. I could see that. I mean, I mean, so I could got see. three Martinsvilles and three three Richmonds. I could see us losing the whole month of June where we go to. Pocono twice, Kansas once. See, I think Pocono should go. Just all in general, the doubleheader yes, and everything? Yes, I think that should go. Well, the Dover doubleheader is pretty much already confirmed for our, for August. Well, and aren't they supposed to release something this week? Yeah, the next three. Well, I actually forgot to put these notes, too, and I'll mention it after this. But they're apparently they're supposed to release the next stint of tracks. And the um, ones that lose dates. And the ones that lose dates. But uh, I forgot to put this in the notes, but uh, NASCAR Heat 5 news. To come out this week, really? Some Heat Five news, yeah. So that should be really? pretty. That should be pretty interesting. Hmm. That's been rumored. So we had the Pro Invitational Series yesterday. Yeah, and I didn't really get to watch it because I was outside. Um, I mean, I watched like probably five minutes of it, and it was at Dover. Yeah. Uh, since I didn't watch it, you did watch it. Yeah. Correct? So how would you rank that in terms of the other ones? 
Um, I mean, if you like wrecking, then you like the race. So you said there was like 18 cautions? Yeah, there was a lot of cautions. A lot of cautions. Um, but that was kind of expected. I thought the racing was pretty good. Um, I thought it, at first I thought it was going to be like Bristol where like you really, it was just going to be really hard to pass. Couldn't really get by the leader. But in terms of like racing, the racing was fun. It's just, I'm burnt out on iRacing. So it's just See, like, you're burnt out on iRacing and I'm burnt out on real racing. Oh, yeah, we don't we haven't even had real racing in, in so long, two months. And you're just burnt out on it all of a sudden. But I don't know. I um thought it was a pretty cool pretty good race. Um a lot of action in terms of wreck. Denny Hamlin got wrecked well, by uh, And you said didn't Austin Dillon go airborne? He did go airborne, yeah. Austin Dillon went tumbling down the back stretch and then like riding the fence. Here's what I wanna know. Two Darlingtons, two Charlottes. Is William Byron going to win any of those four races? It'd be cool if he could carry some momentum um, from iRacing over to real racing. And I think I said this on a previous podcast. It only makes sense for him to win the next race, real race we go to. It'd be really, it'd be cool to see him win Darling. Some, somebody tweeted yesterday a picture of Jimmy Johnson's 2007 car and his 2018 car and said William Byron on iRacing versus real life. And I was like, that's a little cruel. Give him a break. But uh, he's been dominant. He's won three yeah. races. Denny Hamlin won a race. Timmy Hill won a race. Alex Bowman won a race. Is and that it, it? Yeah. And then it's been Byron's playland. And now, well, and Byron could have won some of those races. He oh, lost. yeah, he, he so, could have won. I mean, he could have sure. won the whole thing. I still think Junior should have won the first race. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, Junior uh, really should have won that race. But the big story, which is which I lobbied for this, um, is. I guess I guess it's the finale, maybe. Yeah, um, is happening this Saturday. I believe it's Saturday, five thirty. You said five thirty. I saw some another time. I saw an earlier time. Oh, maybe it's a little early. I thought I heard five thirty. North Wilkesboro's back on the schedule. That's gonna be sick. <laughs> so they've rebuilt the press box on the uh, stands up <laughs> no, there. I, I hope are they not? Are they I, still crumbling? I hope it's the crumbled. I hope Mike Joy and Jeffs are sitting in a crumbled press. And I box. hope they like show a. Uh, uh, an iRacing video of the the infield care center that's got like these stretches and needles and the stretchers and needles and stuff. Weeds growing up through um, it. But but they're racing at North Wilkesboro. That's gonna first be cool. time back at the track since 1996. Be, I think Junior wins this week. You think Junior wins? I Jeff think, Gordon says he's running. Really? I yep. think I think Junior wins. I think as the week's gone has gone on, you've seen less and less drivers put in like the amount of hours at the track that they're racing on. Um, this week, I think it's going to be a high volume of guys racing around North Wilkesboro, but I think Junior... But is this not going to be a dumpster fest, too? I mean, Bristol was. I like to think not. It's a flat track, yeah. so it's a little bit different. But it's kind of like... I don't know. I've never really, I've never really like seen it's racing. It's kind of like a South Boston type track, just a little bit Mixed with like maybe. a Richmond, maybe. Well, it's not a it's not an oval type no. track, is it? I can't remember from the days when I was watching. Because, I mean, I watched North Wilkesboro races. Um, so they seem boring to me, though. Well, hopefully they're not boring this Saturday or, or Sunday or whenever they are, because I'm looking forward to watching. Yeah, the, that'll uh, be exciting. The North Wil- Wilkesboro race. The finale. Will, I mean, what's the finale? Then it's like, what is, what is the finale? Is Byron? I mean, like, what? What's the grand prize? They here? should make Byron start last. He'd still probably drive up through the field. Nobody that won should be able to race in this race. Wow, that'd be interesting. So take the six winners and don't let them race. Yeah, North Wilkesboro is kind of like a. Yeah, it's not an oval. No, not not necessarily. It looks like a small Darlington. Is it the one and two smaller than three and four? I don't know. Here's a better picture, I think. 
Looks like a. But it's back. Yeah, it's they could if if they'd only done Rockingham too. Yeah, see they. But I think they but did Rockingham, do Rockingham. Rockingham's already like a track on there, so I don't understand why they didn't. And attempt. they did do Rockingham. Didn't NBC do a Rockingham show? Rockingham race? Didn't yeah. Kyle Busch run in it? Yeah, but it was like only six guys were able to. No. Oh. Running that, so it wasn't like a open invitational type deal. So. So. What what's been the best race so far? Best race so far. It's hard to beat the first one. The first one was yeah, pretty, I, I agree. Pretty good. I think Talladega was, was surprisingly really good. It was not as 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 junky as uh, I thought it was going to be. No, the finish was really cool. Yeah, that was so. a good race. That was a good race. Um, have they? I, it's too early for ratings, but the there were there were big ratings for the the race uh, the race last weekend. Yeah, those were big ratings. So. Uh, I, I, I want to see the ratings for the the Darlington race on the seventeenth. I think that could be like the. I'm going to predict that could be higher than Daytona 500 ratings. It could be. I've seen a lot of people on social media saying, "Well, I'm not an NASCAR fan, but I mean, yeah, I'll watch. I'll give it a shot." I don't know if I'm going to watch. Yeah, probably not. Probably won't watch. Be very unfortunate. Timothy Martin just dipping out of the sport. This is like your departure from the sport is that of like Carl Edwards, just walking in, turning in. Turn in your kind of feel that way and being like I'm out I'm out of here like what makes no sense I'll hold a press conference tomorrow to uh I'm gonna go sit down with Joe Gibbs let him know Jesus <laughs> we're only Christmas time he get, seems to get bad news during Christmas time what a so, horrible time of year for Joe <laughs> um anything else before we we get a guest on on the phone anything else you want to talk about <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll throw up a poll. Should Timothy Martin stay in the sport of NASCAR? Shouldn't you should do out. like a uh, tryout for co-host. I'm sure like Dalton would like to be on the podcast. You could do the podcast with Dalton hmm. or Dakota. Um, yeah, we'll like the same. Or who else? Gabe. I'm not going to mention this when Gabe's on the phone, but uh, Gabe, could, Gabe could be. Boy, he's Gabe, listening right now. Gabe, well. Well, yeah, but he's listening, but it's not live, so he can't do anything about it once <laughs> I get him on the phone. Yeah. Um, Gabe. But, hey, I mean, you could do just Skype, just yourself. You could take the reins of the show. There you go. Nah, it won't be the same. It didn't work when you did it. Uh, I had Ray Evernham. I had Jeremy Mayfield. Actually, I think it did work. Yeah, but it wasn't the same. Um, I don't even think you've listened to those shows. Yeah, I've listened to the Mayfield one. I listened to the Evernham one. All right, so are we calling Gabe now? We are calling like, Gabe now. He, has he been drinking already today? I hope not. But let's let's dial him on in. It's all Gabe's twenty right, first birthday, this so is a pretty big moment. Get your place. get your popcorn ready, now, folks. I didn't I didn't check out Gabe's video yesterday um, that he did that he posted. Oh. Was it about his birthday? It was. Uh, so his buddy Mike made him a made him a a cake for the bag of bones. He's probably listening right now. Anyways, folks, get your popcorn <laughs> ready. Get your fact checked ready. You'll need it for All this. Right. Let's hope the audio works. I haven't yeah. tested the audio on the phone. Let's try it. We got game for a little bit. He's got a party at, at 7. 6.45 now. No, he's probably. Here we go. Prank him. Watch it. He's, he knows my number. Hello? Pizza Hut. Hello? 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 I know this ain't Domino, so who is it? How's, Pizza Hut. How's the birthday boy doing? Oh, the birthday boy is doing great. Have some friends over, we're having some drinks, it's all kinds of fun. 
Well, we're, we, we're glad we can condone you drinking because you are of age now. Happy birthday, Gabe. Happy birthday. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. So what's what's it like? What's it feel like to be 21? Well, I can finally walk outside. I can finally walk outside with a beer. They kind of can't stop me, so that's a plus. How late do you think you're going to stay up tonight, Gabe? Are you even going to go to bed? Uh, I don't think so. I, th- I mean, I think I think the chip beam's going to go to bed, but I'm not going to go to bed. Do you have the gun on your waist? Oh, my God. No, I do not. Do you sleep, Gabe? No, I'm not. <laughs> so what what you been up to over quarantine? I mean, we've we've been in this mess for well over two months now. You haven't been able to work. What you been up to? Uh, well, I I, I actually got to work this past week. Like I I was on live with you, Connor. I actually got to work this past week. And I think everybody's looking too good. It's getting repainted. The ceilings are out. All the stores are getting torn out and put in new walls. And everything is everything's basically getting torn down and rebuilt back up. We just got done shampoo and carpet throughout the whole hotel. And it's just, it's, it's a process that we have to go through. And unfortunately, I have to be on the end of the stick and actually heading to work, you know, risking myself, unfortunately. But, you know, so far I'm doing good and celebrate my birthday and I got all kinds of friends over and, you know, you just can't complain. So they're tearing down walls and rebuilding them at the Greenbrier because of the coronavirus? Yeah, so there's a store on the uh, on the uh, you know when you know when we all went down the shop corner or the uh, shop we got got that red velvet cupcake. Yeah. Okay. Well, the last store on the right, they have tore out that whole entire store and they're rebuilding it. Hmm. Aren't those walls yeah, like ancient? Windows, yeah. Huh? Aren't those walls like sacred and ancient in the Greenbrier? Uh, I would I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's, I mean, the, I mean, the hotel is only two hundred forty something years old. Only. Are they replacing? Are they re, are they replacing that theater chair that Timothy broke? Are they what? I can't. I'm, with the phone call, I can't hear you guys. Oh, are they replacing the the theater chair that Timothy Martin broke? Oh, I had to replace that one. Uh, <laughs> the one that Abe Lincoln sat in himself. You can send me the bill, Gabe. No, no, it's fine. All we had to do was just put some new nails in at that point. So we've got NASCAR returning on May seventeenth. How excited are you? Uh, I can't wait. I mean, I'm still, I'm still trying. I'm still more excited to wait on the date of Martinsville because I kept my ticket, and so I'm still going to go to the night race of Martinsville. Me and my mom. My mom's going to experience her first NASCAR race. So I'm excited about the season starting back up. Unfortunately, with no fans still, but it's still good to see live action cars on the track doing their own thing back the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I love the virtual thing, but it's just it's just not the same to me. I don't know. I don't know what it is to you guys, but it's just not the same. So, tell me, this season was supposed to be the, the, the swan song season for Jimmy Johnson. Obviously, nowhere near what anybody thought his final season was going to be like, given what happened, and fans not in the stands, and everything else. Do you want Jimmy to do another year? I do, but it's like Connor said back at, back on episode I think thirty nine. He says, "Father, time is not wasted." You know, you know, you got to spend everything you have with your family. And but I, I would love to see him do another year. Just just the fact you know all these tracks that we're going to, especially Dover, he never got to get his last two off. And I think he should do another year just for the fact that you know he wants to go to every single track one last time in real life, and you know just 
race, just race the track one more time, see what happens, and maybe have a Peyton Manning season. It's not okay. But I would love to see Jimmy in a, do, do his last season in 2021 instead of this year because I, I think it's unfair for, the, for this seven-time champ to have this kind of luck with the coronavirus, having to do this eye-racing stuff that he's not familiar with. And I, I just wanted to see him do another year. Jimmy seems to have run into a ton of bad luck in the last three years of his career. It seemed like, to me, um, when I started to become a fan in 07, it seemed like all this dude did was catch breaks and get in lucky scenarios. And now it seems like it's kind of flipped on him. seems like he's had a lot of bad luck um, the last few years of his career. But he had a really good first four races, in my opinion. He's top six in the points he's like right top now. top five. Um, how he's, would, got, he's gotten already 27 top tens this year. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Please stop with the 27 top tens. <laughs> how, would, how would you assess Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's season so far, four races in? Do you think he can keep the momentum when we get back? I think, I mean, virtual-wise, he ain't doing crap. I think he'll be off about that. Uh, neither is Chase. Neither yeah. is Kyle Bush. Chase didn't even race yesterday, I don't he think. Didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he missed the race. He didn't even qualify. <laughs> yeah, but with, with me, I think, so far this season with Jimmy, now that they've had a couple of years to actually get used to the Camaro and actually stick, you know, some of the aerodynamics and having Cliff Daniels and having all of this, you know, and, and with and with I think with everything going on with him retiring and everything, well, hopefully not this year, hopefully next year, but I think this year compared to last year is so much better because he's actually leading laps this time. I haven't seen that man lead laps consecutively every race for a while. He led California. I didn't think he was going to lead California because that package is so bumpy on that track. That track is so bumpy on the back stretch. It's not even funny. And when I saw him lead some laps and actually stay up there with the front, with the front three and the four and actually have him stay up there the whole race and get a good finish, I was perfectly intent and happy with that because I was like, okay, now he's starting. Now, now that we know what the Camaro is driving like, now that we know that we have to make, we have to make Jimmy one of the this year, we have to, we have to start you know looking at the trail a lot more further and closer. So I think now that they finally looked at the Camaro and actually seen the aerodynamics, how it drives, seeing how he drives, I think he's doing great so far. Let's get back to Gabe for a minute. Twenty-one years old. Is this a time where you reflect back on your life? What is it? What? <laughs> you're 21 years old today. Back to focusing on you. You're 21 years old today. Have you are you have you have you used this day at all to reflect back on on your your life so far? Have I used this day to reflect back on life? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but this phone call thing is not working. <laughs> what's on the What's on the agenda tonight for the big party? Um. For the agenda tonight, we're gonna have uh, some. We're gonna have some beer pong. We're gonna have some pool. We're gonna have some circle of death. We're gonna have. Whoa! Wait a minute. What circle? circle wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what is death. circle of death? The circle of death is where you have two days of cards, and there's one fifty-two cards in a deck, right? Mm-hmm. So what you do is you take a, an empty red solo cup and you put it in the middle of the table, and you take both of those decks of cards and you wrap those decks of cards around it. And let's say, for example. And let's say, for example, you draw a two. Two is you, which means you have to drink. Three is, no, two is you, which means you have to pick someone to drink with you. Three is me, 
which means you have to drink, or it's four, which means whoever the last person to put their hands on the floor has to drink. Five is guys, which means all of the guys have to drink. Um, six, I forgot what six was. Is it chicks? Seven, uh, yeah, six is chicks, which means all the women drink. Seven is heaven, which means you have to throw your hands up in the air as fast as you can. Eight is a mate, which means you have to pick a family member, a mate, a family member, just not, not a friend, a family member, you have to pick them to drink with you. Nine is rhyme. Nine, nine rhyme means you have to start a word. Let's say, for example, I say car. The next person has to say far, and they have to keep that rhyme going until someone messes up. And then ten means a category, which means, let's say, for example, I say sport. The next guy, next thing he would say, Football, next guy, baseball, and whoever can't come up with the sport after that, they have to drink. Now, then there's um, the Joker, or no, not the Joker, the Jack, which means whoever gets the Jack, which means they have this thing called a thumb war. You have to keep your thumb on the table, and if, you can, and if, you're, and if you're the last person to not have your thumb on the table, no matter where it is, no matter how far in the game you've gone, you have to drink. Queen means... Um, questions, which means you just ask someone a random question, like, hey, what are you doing? And they have to ask the questions to each other until someone doesn't have a question. Then the big card comes up, that's a king. If you if you draw a king, if you draw one of the four kings, you get to dump whatever alcohol of your choice into this cup. Let's say if I draw a king, I want to dump some Budweiser in there. I'll dump a little bit of Budweiser in there. Let's say I draw the second king. Then I'll throw some liquor in there and mix it with it. And whoever draws the fourth king has to drink all of that and chug it. What if you peed in the yeah. cup? Would they have to drink that? Yeah. Huh? What if you peed in the cup? Would they have to drink that? Yeah, they would have. They'd have to. If you draw the fourth and final king, you have to drink it. No way it stands for fun. So are you just drinking yeah. one cup? Or are you chugging one cup? Is that all it is? Yeah, but it's mixed with different alcohols like beer, liquor, rum, I mean, anything. Sounds so like it's going to be a puke probably. fest over there at Gabe's tonight. Yeah, why don't you play something a little bit more fun like Russian roulette? That's what I was just getting ready to say. Gabe, any Russian roulette happening? No, no Russian roulette. Come on. We know you got the Now's guns. Now's the time to gamble. Gamble, that 21-year-old. Yeah. He's speechless. Yeah, no no, no speechless. gambling for me, my guy. No gambling for me. <laughs> well, why don't Why don't we just Why don't you just take all your birthday money and you you get yourself a private flight to Vegas? I hear Vegas is opening up back up soon. Why don't you fly yourself out to Vegas and uh, and uh, spend some time on the slots? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, sounds like you all are gonna have a. a, a is Mike there tonight? Uh, no, he's not. He he said he didn't want to. You know, being as you know, when the coronavirus started. Oh, that's that's a, know, that's it, a, yeah. It, he's an older gentleman, so that makes sense. Yeah, but but he said but he said tomorrow I'm allowed I'm I'm allowed to come up and have a beer with him. So do you got a do you, huh? do you have a big birthday cake? Is like somebody going to jump out of a cake? No, no one's going to jump out of the cake, but there is a cake. Yes. Well, well I might. What if what if I what if I'm like right now sitting in your driveway and you don't know it, and I'm getting ready to walk in the house. Wait, are you freaking in my? Oh, yeah, yeah can you open the back door? I gotta pee. You and no, you ain't y'all ain't here. <laughs> if y'all were here, I'd hug the hell out of you. <laughs> Sorry, Gabe, we couldn't make. We're coming to play. We're, we're coming to play Russian roulette. 
okay, then you can't come then, because I'm not going to get involved in that. <laughs> what what do you what are you guys' drink of choice tonight? What are y'all drinking? What is it? What are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, me, I got a thirty pack of Budweiser and a fifth of Jim Beam Apple. So, how many of those yeah. thirty beers do you think you're going to drink tonight? And Jim Beam. Uh, I'd probably want to say probably twenty of them. Oh my gosh, Jesus. I'd be dead. But. I'm, but my, but you saw, you've seen my display case. I have eight empty bottles of Jim Beam, so I might drink all of that first and then drink beer. I don't know. Well, Gabe, well, Gabe uh, hope you're alive. Stay safe, okay? Don't get behind the wheel okay, tonight. I do, yeah, I do have one more question, though. What do you guys think about Matt Kenseth coming, coming on to the 42 class? Uh, Matt is back. We think it's a... Uh, did we even talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Okay. Gabe, did you watch last week's video? I mean, did you listen to last week's podcast? Um, yeah, we, we touched on that oh, last week. right. I said he was going to do horrible. Yeah, we touched on that last week. I think it's a good move by Chip. I think um, I think it's a solid move to uh, get the 42 running well. Well, and the other thing that we didn't touch on was there was apparently some serious talk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. driving that car. Yeah, there was, there was some. Amy shot that there down. Was, there was some talk, and then he brought it to Amy, and Amy was like, no. He's like, I'm <laughs> pregnant with another baby, and yeah, you want to go. Absolutely You want to go get another concussion? Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I said last week he's either going to make the playoffs and win races, or he's going to suck. Yeah, I mean, because I saw I saw where they were waiting Matt Kenseth and Ryan doing contracts to run for the championship, which means they're they're eligible to run the championship. I don't, I didn't see that coming, but I mean, it's NASCAR's decision. But when I saw the news that that Kenseth was going to be eligible to run for the championship if he won a race, I was like, really. Okay, that's the new one. And, and now I, the Ryan Newman thing, I mean, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Newman just came and won the championship just like Kyle Busch did after 2015. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I, I predicted Kenseth after the show, after I bashed him, I then went on Twitter and predicted he's going to win the championship. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, dear God. Okay. Yeah, you never know. Well, Gabe, listen. <laughs> um, Obviously, the circumstances are different than than they were when we planned this whole thing. You were supposed to be here in the studio. We're sorry you can't be here. Um, We're glad you're getting to celebrate your birthday with your friends and your family, and and we hope you have an absolutely wonderful night. And be safe, please. Yeah, I really, I'm really glad you guys called me out. If you guys, everybody. Um, Luckily, hopefully, hopefully we'll see each other in Martinsville whenever they release that date. But I really am glad I met you guys over a year ago now. It's been one heck of a ride, and this ride's going to keep on going, I hope. And hopefully I'll get I'll get in that studio. I'm, I'm going to try everything I can. All right, Gabe, listen, we appreciate it. And uh, have a great well, night. You Tell your mom we said hi. All right, love you guys. Love you too, man. Gabe. You know, I didn't have the heart to tell him that I'm not going to Martinsville. Oh, my and goodness. And this is probably my last podcast. Oh, so, Jesus. Um, who do we have next? Malik Ray. So we're going to get him on the phone uh, right after the break. Crash. Trouble. Tired of reading through stories that don't matter to you online? Do you need an app that gets you and what you want to read? Well, download Flipboard today. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can focus on investing in yourself, staying informed, and getting involved. Go to the App Store, type in Flipboard, and you can download it for free. All right, and welcome back to Full Lead. The second stint of the show, we got another guest on. Um, just wrapped up with Gabe. Hope he's having a nice 21st yeah. birthday. But uh, joining us now is the driver of the number 51 Rowdy Energy Camry in the NASCAR iRacing Cup Series, Malik Ray. Malik, welcome to the show, man. 
Hey, man. How you guys doing? Good, good. good. Thanks. So kind of just uh, talk about your progression on iRacing, and uh, when did you start, and how long did it take you to, to get where you're at right now? Um, I started in iRacing in 2012, I think, and um, <clears throat> and um, I knew I had the speed to like be in the top series around like 2013, I think, 2013, 2014, like when I was like 14 or 15, and, and I just tried to, I just made sure that I ran like really hard in races, and I tried to like, you know, like show people that I was like, you know, quick and whatnot, and I had the speed to be able to make it to the um to the top of the game and. And it took me, it took me like, I want to say maybe, maybe four years. Like once I actually, like, you know, I started going for it and stuff in races and here I am. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you have, I was looking at your socials and stuff and you have Rowdy Energy as a sponsor. And uh, to my understanding, you worked with Kyle um, before the first pro invitational race. I don't know if you work with him consistently, but kind of tell me what that relationship has been like with you and Kyle and, and Joe Gibbs racing and being able to, to drive for coach. Um, uh, I'd say the, the interrace, um, the, the relationship with Kyle has been pretty neat because, um, if I have like a question or something, I can just message him instantly and he'll reply or like, it's not like, like, you know, like I have to go through somebody else to try to talk to him. Like I can message him, you know, right directly. And like, he's able to help me with any issues I have or like, uh, any questions that I have about like, you know, like the branding or sponsors and stuff like that. And, um, and he, um, and he messages me about, about tips um how do i put this uh like as far as the game wise like for dover like like race day like he messaged me at like i want to say like 10 o'clock in the morning and he was asking me for tips i'm like how, like you know like how do i run dover like are you supposed to are you supposed to you know <clears throat> dime in the corners and stuff like that so like it's it's pretty nice to have that type of you know relationship with him yeah. really cool. See, we've been trying to message Kyle, but we can't really get the right number. So, could you? I don't. You know, we promise we won't give it to anybody. Really, we promise we won't. <laughs> if you could just help us out, we'd appreciate that. I'll see what I can do about that. It uh, it didn't seem like it worked out too well for Mister Rowdy yesterday at, at Dover. It seemed like my guy was wrapped up in every every crash. Did you did you get to message him after the race? See what see what was going on? Um, uh, 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 no. Maybe you He's should replace you should replace him for North Wilkesboro. <laughs> see like the thing is like like um he knows what he's doing like obviously but it's just like it's just that um he can't seem to qualify good in races and when he starts in the back it's just it's just nothing but but you know <clears throat> just chaos back there so like he's not able to like actually drive without being hit that seems so. like it's the case so my, you know uh chase chase is my guy and that's the same thing with him blaney too i mean yeah they all start in the back all the time and they can never get their way up to the front so Connor mentioned you got Rowdy Energy as your sponsor. Obviously, that's a new energy drink that came out this year. We've had the opportunity to try it. Uh, we actually drank, like, I don't know how many on the way down to Daytona and stayed up for 24 straight hours. But what's your favorite Rowdy Energy? Um, I would probably say probably the strawberry lemonade. That's a, that's it would definitely have to be that one. Yeah, see, I'm the cherry guy. That's pretty. Was it cherry limeade? Yeah, cherry called? limeade. That's mine. Yeah, it's I, cherry limeade. I think they're all pretty good. And like, what's cool about you is you're able to kind of run different schemes because they have different flavors. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're able like to that. to run uh, the different schemes of rowdy energy, and the get, cars look good. Do you just get like cases of rowdy delivered to the house all the time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I just got one. Like I kid you not. Like probably probably four or five days ago. Wow. Wow. What, what's the, what's the promotion been like that been like? Because obviously it's a, it's an up and coming brand. Obviously it just started and stuff. So, you know, have you had a role in kind of promoting it and, and pushing it out? Um, 
as far as as I racing, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like if I'm doing like a broadcast of the race, like I'll make sure that um that um <clears throat> that's the paint scheme that I'm running. And it doesn't really matter, like you know, the flavor or anything. It's just as as long as I have you know the logo on my car. Right. That's the most important part. And then like if I win the race, I'll make sure that like you know I'm able to um I'm able to thank them in interviews and stuff like that. Right. Um. How'd you get discovered by um by joe gibbs racing for one and um for two do you feel any added pressure um racing at the the top i racing series um in your league races um so um they discovered me from from brian boris cook um i was in a league um i was in a league with him probably maybe maybe three or four years ago and um and he saw like you know like how fast and how quick i was like um in those races and he tried to draft me last year but um their second pick i think they um i think they drafted 24th last year and um in richmond they drafted 21st and so they weren't able to get to me because i wasn't on the board anymore because um you know richmond had took me last year yeah so um that's how they kind of knew about me was probably through um through Boris and then you know and then this year I left Richmond because Boris gave me the opportunity you know he talked to me and whatnot and and yeah that's how that that's how that happened and um I'd say probably uh the pressure I would say yeah yeah it is <clears throat> because um it's different like when you're racing for a real life team because like they have like sponsors and stuff and the sponsors expect um you, you know like like i need to be i need to be finishing here so so i can get you know like this amount of tv time and all that stuff like that so like it's um it, i'd say it's a lot more it's it's a lot more stressful <clears throat> but, but it's not anything that like i don't like enjoy or anything right like, it just makes me have to work harder in my races well, which is fine for me what what tracks uh what tracks do you like the best in terms of your driving style um i would say darlington Richmond, Pocono, and if I could add one more, it'd probably be Auto Club. Those are my best four tracks on the um on the sim. Interesting. You talk about the pressure and and stuff, and you know finishing, you know where you need to finish and stuff to get TV time for sponsors. That's pretty much as close to real life as possible. Momentum is definitely a a real thing in racing, um, and it seems like you've carried some momentum since winning the Rumble at Richmond. Um, talk to me about. You know that that race because that that kind of seemed like a like a big deal. I mean, you had some heavy hitters in there um, from the i racing spectrum, and you had guys who were still coming up like Michael Cozy and stuff. But you were able to win and stuff. So, kind of talk about that win a couple weeks ago. Uh, that race was pretty huge because because of um again like you said the names that I had to beat I had to beat um Matt Fowler Zach Novak Jimmy Mullis, uh Casey Kerwin and um there were some other big names too but like. <clears throat> Like just just having to beat them in that in in that race that was obviously like you know broadcasting and had all the viewers and whatnot and I was also streaming during the race like um um it was just it was just really cool and um and then I had Kyle um he messaged me after the race and he was like yo good job I was watching the race and I was you know I was proud of like what you did and whatnot and that was also like really nice to you know like ha- having you know just the fact that he, he's even He's even, um, what you gonna call it? Watching their races is, is obviously like pretty huge, and then for him to sit there and watch the, you know, the whole, 
the whole thing and then seeing you come out with the victory game that's that's really nice so do you get a trophy for winning i, I don't know if i've ever asked this do you all get like real trophies mailed to you or like what 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 does the winner get um well for that race uh the winner got i think it was it, it was a grill and it's funny that you mentioned that because i got mine a couple of hours ago oh nice well so yeah yeah it just, it just... <laughs> but, um well, that's yeah, better than a trophy. Me, Give, just send some free, like a send free me a grill, grill cars, yeah. you know everything. <laughs> yeah. What What have you made so far the Pro Invitational series, and in terms of how it's helped I Racing? Obviously, we've, you know, we've seen the downfalls of it, and not not necessarily the Pro Invitational series. You know, the comments Larson made, but it was yeah. on the I Racing platform. Um, what have you made of of this series so far, and where do you see it continuing after this week, um, after Wilkesboro, when we when we get real racing back? Um, uh, the exposure has been really good. Um, just simply because of like the amount of like new accounts the iRacing's gotten over the past like you know like two months because there there were like a bunch of people that had never heard of iRacing before. So like the fact that we're getting like new accounts on the service and like you, we're bringing more attention to you know like um the actual like game or the sim itself. iRacing is also that's that's a really big thing too. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that that's probably happened because of all the real life drivers racing, and they're streaming too, which is also helping. Like you've got real life drivers that stream. You have drivers like um, uh, Garrett Smithley and Dale Jr. and Landon Castle, like all that stuff. Like all them, you know, like that's that's really nice for them to be streaming and stuff. It just brings more attention to the sim. Growing up a, a race fan, who did you who did you pull for growing up and kind of. Tell me your your backstory about getting into the sport and how you became a fan. Um, so I think my first my first race that I watched was the the 2007 Bank of America 500, and um, Jeff Gordon he won that race. So yep. honestly, I've just been a Jeff Gordon fan ever since, up until um, he retired in 2015, and then I um, and then um, <clears throat> I started pulling for Kyle because now um, it was my second favorite driver behind Jeff, and since Jeff retired, you know I needed to have him reason to still you know watch the races and whatnot right do you you, um how many races do you go to a year do you find yourself going to quite a few or do you just i mean you're uh when you called it said um south carolina so i assume you hit up darlington um yes um so so last year last year um my first race that i had ever went to was the it was the daytona 500 that was the first race that I had ever been to ever. And, you know, that race, it's the biggest one of the year. So, you know, the fact that I was able to go to that one as my first race was pretty cool. Uh, I think last year I went to, I think I went to five races last year. Five races. <clears throat> and this year, um, <clears throat> I was going to go to the same five, but, you know, because of the, you know, the current virus and whatnot. Right. So obviously you better have to drop down and whatnot. But, yeah, um, I think I'm going to go to to Darlington and um and the two Richmond races. Nice. And that'll probably be it for me for the whole year. Yeah, well, I mean, no shortage of racing at Darlington this year. As they got three dates. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you, what are your expectations for Kyle? You said you're a Kyle fan. What are your expectations for him for the rest of the year? Do you think uh, the cream's going to rise to the to the crop and the Guys like Kyle and Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick are, are going to rise out of this well, or do you think uh, do you think Kyle might struggle because of you know the time we've had off and coming back to racing in a quirky schedule? 
Um, I think he'll be just fine because, in my opinion, he's probably he's probably the most talented driver in the series. So, in my opinion, I, I, I would expect him to be just fine. Like, I expect him to, like, you know, be be competing for wins and, and, like, at least running top five or top ten like, you know, he normally does. So, I don't expect it to be any troubles for him and his team at all. Well, I'd hope, I'd hope not. I'm a Kyle fan myself, so uh, that would that would hurt me to, to see him struggle. Um, yeah. Back to the pro-invitational series. We've seen guys intentionally take each other out and wreck each other. Uh, what do you make? What do you make of those type rivalries? Do you ever get mad enough? Where you are you that kind of driver? Do you ever wreck anybody in, intentionally and get into beefs? Um, to be completely honest, I am, but I try to. Um, um, how do I put this? So you're a dirty driver. Is that what you're telling us? But I do it. Okay, so look, I face everyone clean until they give me a reason not to. Like if you hit me, then you open the door. Like for me to do the same thing to you, okay. which is why I try not to hit anyone. But if they do hit me, it's like a one-time thing. Like if you hit me once, like even if you apologize for it, like I still have to get you back because you did it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, but do you, do you expect that? Do you expect that same treatment? So if you accidentally bump into somebody, do you expect them to wreck you? Yes, yes, I do. Like I, I expected like hundred and ten percent. Wow. Oh wow. Well, at least it's a vicious series. At least you're cut fair. Throat. It's very cutthroat. Yeah. In in, in yeah. terms of uh, continuing i racing and stuff and content wise, where do you see yourself in the future? Um, do you, do you see yourself having you know a place in the sport in the future, whether it be on the marketing side or or anything really in NASCAR? Um, not necessarily. Um, <clears throat> I kind of just have i racing um, <clears throat> just because it's a hobby. And it's just happened to grow as, as you know, like as um <clears throat> as big as it has. But as far as like, I mean, if I was to be offered a job in the actual sport, yeah, I would take it. But like, that's not the reason that I'm that I'm you know like on our racing. I just see it as like a fun hobby, and it's just happened to get you know <clears throat> as big as it has. Yeah, I, I mean, the in terms of i racing and and what it's become. And for the for the series you guys do in the Cup Series, I mean that's grown exponentially itself over the past year. Where do you see that series going? Like the one that you race in consistently in the coming months and, and years. Um, hope. Um, <clears throat> I want to say next year maybe. Um, <clears throat> I'll be able to just to just um you know <clears throat> just live off of iRacing. Like that's my main goal is to like one day like iRacing goes big enough to where like you know like i don't have to have an actual job and i can just live off of it so and it's getting i want to say it's getting pretty close to that point i think um i want to say next year um um if we can get a tv deal where every race is broadcasted then i could see it getting to that point but um until we have that is um it's you know it's it's just going to stay how it is, which is already getting really big, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. For it to take the next step, it, it needs that, in my opinion. Um, so before we let you go, I want to I want you to have the chance to plug your socials. And uh, you said you have a race tonight. Where where can our listeners uh, watch you race and uh, watch future content from you? Um, so I'll be broadcasting the race um, on, on my Twitch. And my Twitch is Campaign Ray. And my Twitter is also the same thing, and um, <clears throat> that's 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 about it. Yeah. 
right, well, we're uh, pretty much the same thing for me. I'll be tuning in tonight because I want to see you start wrecking people. Can can we expect a win? <laughs> what what can we expect from you tonight? Can we expect a win? Um. Well. Um. It's three hundred dollars to win. So yeah. Like I'm either gonna either, I'm either gonna win or I'm gonna wreck. So. <laughs> what about turning the car backwards and going the other way? What happens when you start doing that? <laughs> I'll probably get disqualified and kicked out of the race soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Malik. Well, I don't want to keep you on here too long. I know you're a busy man, but I appreciate you calling in and giving us some of your time. Good luck tonight and the rest of the season. Uh, we'll definitely be tuning in and watching and uh, definitely uh, make old Rowdy proud. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, man. Take care. Take care. See, he's a dirty veteran. Dirty Is veteran. He a veteran? Yeah. What can you expect? But you know, if he turned around and went backwards and crashed the field, and you know, what can Kyle Busch say about that? After I just say, well, look what you did to Hornaday. Yeah, but he turned around backwards and crashed. Well, the yeah, field. but that, but in in fake make believe world, in iRacing, the wrecks, how they wreck each other on iRacing makes the Hornaday crash look, you know, a blip to how they crash on iRace. I mean, you turn somebody, Austin Dillon just spun out and hit the wall, and he was there. He was in the catch fence, flipping down the back straightaway yesterday. So. Ooh, man. Is that it? It's almost in. I mean, you got anything else? I mean, episodes going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's, it's been a pleasure no, being a part of this. About that. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe That's there'll be some guests, guests calling in. Maybe, you'll have some, maybe, you'll, maybe, it'll, maybe uh, it'll be the um, – you'll rotate through some guests. It's all some junk. Guest host. Guest hosts. It's all junk. Mike Gamble has already uh, wants the job. This so. is all junk. I <laughs> think – Gamble's coming after me. Gamble ran me out of town. In all, in all <laughs> seriousness, how are we going to record from when we get racing back, having Sunday and Wednesday's racing? Are we going to do a Monday podcast and a Thursday podcast? That's I'm not really concerned. Oh about my god, that at all. get out of here! It's not really my. I'm not. I'm not. Not Nails concerned about that. Oh, so, Jesus. Um, it's been a good run. Let's yeah, see. Let's see where the future goes. They'll be back next week, folks. On next week's edition of For the Lead, post Norksworthboro, pre-Darlington, tune in. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with Gabe. If you know Gabe, if you follow his socials, please go over and wish Gabe a happy birthday. He'd very much appreciate it from all you guys. He um, is is going to drink 30 beer tonight. Yeah, so maybe... They're going to be pumping his stomach at about 2 in the morning. Yeah. Just hopefully he does it safely. And then on the other side, we got Malik, who has a... It was a race tonight, so tune in. Let's his. hope he's not drinking thirty let's, beer before the race. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's really hope he's not drinking. He's drinking rowdy, so he's good. Yeah, he's good. Row, rowdy's good. I mean, it kept us awake for like what forty-eight hours. So maybe that's uh, what made me sick. The rowdy, <laughs> yeah, maybe mixed with the French fries and all that stuff. Oh, who yeah. knows? Anyways, we're out of here. We'll be back next week. Timothy Martin says he's not, but he'll be back. So um, until next week, crash trouble.